Okay, would you introduce yourself for me, please, for the tape recording? I'm Sharon Cochran. I'm Aaron Cochran. Um, I guess if you want to go ahead and start and just tell, you've lived in Washington since 1918. Okay, you've lived here since? 
the street and light plant on, on and down next to the corner where the big brick house is. Uh-huh. That's right at the street from me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you can see where they live there. Uh, there was an alley between uh, our house and, and this corner house. Miss Color lived. The Wheelers lived in Cornwall. That big brick house was a, on the corner? a real estate man owned that. Uh -huh. there. And then back this way toward the track was her house. Oh. And then behind it was uh, Alice Keller that worked in the bank. You knew Alice, didn't you? Is that Alice Royer? Royer, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah she was right across yeah. the street from yeah. me. Uh -huh. Well, they live right behind Alice. Okay. Well, there was something else we could do. There were some girls that lived up there by me, and when the diner would come in, they uh, left it out up by the oh, ice house, ice plant. Yeah. They left it on the track. Uh, uh, up there by the. She's so talking about they took a dining car off of the. And we would go up there. And they give us the best eats <laughs> till our mothers found it out and they put a stop <laughs> They'd feed the people out of Chicago on this train of Grand Canyon Limited. Yeah, they'd come and in they'd and take it off behind that Grand Canyon Limited there and it would go on to California. And they'd push that dining car up in the track there to light plant. And that's where they'd boot off of those drives. <laughs> But then in the, in the next morning, when the that Grand Canyon was going east, from they'd switch that onto the Grand Canyon east, and they'd had breakfast and things already, and the passengers got on the can sitting, and they'd eat before they got in Chicago. So. And then when a carnival had come to town, how long had they had a good time, huh? How long has the carnival came to this town? Fourth of July. Well, they came a they had that, they had a what we call a Tri-County Fair here yeah, for years and years and years. And they had the best carnivals coming. They had all kinds of rides and everything. They've been, they've Everybody been from years. near and far would come to Marceline because they was the only ones that was celebrating. Only town around. <laughs> yeah, but that, uh, that was, that carnival fair deal. Of course, the fair is not here anymore, but that carnival pit is still coming mm -hmm. on the floor. Did you ever go up there? Oh, yeah, that's been coming here. You used at least to set up down the morning. just a little carnival. Oh, they were big carnivals. It's probably been coming here 80 years. The carnival, not the same one. They covered all the main streets, and couches are from the skating rink up there. Mm -hmm. That's where Couch Motor Company they had the automobile. <laughs> and uh, the rides and stands started there and went clear up Main Street up to the Chevrolet Garage and then they went come back toward the depot. Mm -hmm. They had big cars. People came from miles around. Jeez. It was quite a deal. <laughs> and Tri-County Fair. That's when the, the farmers and even the people in town that raised gardens, they'd bring their uh, tomatoes and corn and all that stuff, mm -hmm. and they'd give them prizes, you know, with women and baked pies and cakes. And oh, well, and they'd always have contests. They'd have Miss Marceline mm -hmm. and little bitty kids, and, you know, they would be in these things. It, 
Used to be a lot of fun, man. <laughs> My dad had the Chevrolet garage here in 1920. He came here to Octavia, Harvard mm -hmm. on the road, but he didn't like that. So he went in business with a guy, and they got the Chevrolet dealership in the park, like Cuff's got up there. Mm -hmm. And that was right in there, a wall where it is downtown. Oh, really? Right on the corner? Well, not on the north corner was the public station. And then there was a, something else, and then my dad was next, and then the library stable, I think. That library, they, uh, instead of taxis, they had uh, horses and buggies to haul mm -hmm. people. When the trains come in, they'd go over there and take people where they wanted to go. Oh, uh, that bank that's uptown now. It was there then, too. Oh, really? It's been there all those years. Wow. And that theater building was an old wooden building when I was a kid. That's another thing. <laughs> we got it. And, you know, every once in a while, uh, we'd hear the lady in black. She probably read about Have it. Have you ever read Lady in black and Lady in white? Yeah, Lady in well, black. Well, they had a Lady in black. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I've heard that before. Mm -hmm. Oh, we used to scare them to death at night. Marceline was a wild town. Yeah, when first that's started. all here. Yeah, and, I, and they had murders here all the time. Jeez. Now, I, did they have a doctor that, a grave robber? Yeah. I, I think I yeah, that. Yeah, that's the doctor. He, he had a drugstore. Mm-hmm. I can't think of his name, but there was. There were five drugstores here at one time. Her Quite a few doctors, and, too. And uh, Taylor's drugstore uh, was a Rexall store. That's where Hazen's still mm -hmm. there. And then uh, Taters. Taters was there where uh, Mark Blacks got his insurance as a Cater drugstore. And they had to cater off the house. as a big two-story building, and they had an opera. But they had dances there every Saturday night upstairs. And, and uh, where was that other drugstore? There was one off down there south of uh, Lomar. The uh, drugstore? Yeah, there was one in there. I think it was probably next to the city hall. Well, the city hall is now. See, the city hall. It hasn't been there all that long. The city hall used to be there where uh, in Dallas sells the what is that building? An odd fellow's building. You know what? Antique. Oh, Magnolia Antique. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the city hall used to be in there. Oh. What used to be? Do you know where the youth center is? It's the top, the third um, floor. Up on the Odd Fellows Building? Yeah. Uh -huh. Is that what they used it for? Back in the day? Mm -hmm. No, that was the Odd Fellows with the lodge, like the Masons. Did they have a lot of the people? Were a lot of people members of that then? Mm -hmm. There isn't any more. There's a few, but not many. They moved up there uh, by uh, Kings. Kings. That's where I, used to, that's where I was born. Yeah. In that, they used to be apartments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's rather little. Yeah, that uh, that's odd fellas now. They, I don't know, they just couldn't maintain that building because they didn't have any membership. Um, 
But see, I'm a tour guide for Marceline. Do you know how, have you read in the paper about that group that does that, that gives oh, tours? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm one of those, and we have to talk about um, different things that happened in Marceline. And one of the things that I remember, um, what, do you guys know much about the Saturday Night Fires? Oh, yeah. Could you tell me something about that? Because that's always interested me. <laughs> My dad was a fireman. Mm -hmm. In fact, he sold us. I told you he was a Chevrolet He sold us fire truck. Old baby Grand Chevrolet to the city of Marshall in 1921. And there's a picture of it in the, not the first book they put out about Marshall, but the guy in the first one. Mm -hmm. You see the picture of the fire. I think I know what you're talking about. That old fashioned truck. Uh -huh. My dad sold us to sort of that. He went on the fire department too. Uh -huh. Every night, he would, he would be up every night really? fighting fire. He used to have a fire every night. Was it, was the man's name? Yeah. Wheeler, Mr. Wheeler. Well, you know, the house I was telling you about. Uh-huh. And he did ride across the alley. Big house. It's fine. <laughs> the big brick house there where that's he lived yeah, there now. He was paying Thomas. Thomas, yeah. That's a that's a wheeler house. He and he had an old he had a, he hired an old fire boat. And this guy just had one now on George and Bowman. And then they brought down the south east part of town there. Um, didn't they accuse him of setting the fires and collecting the insurance money? Isn't that what the whole thing was about? Well, he, he hired somebody to set the fires, but he collected the insurance money. Hell, wait, I suppose they gave them, compensated them for setting the fires. Whatever happened to him? Did he leave town? I'm not sure. He, he's been dead some years. Really? Oh, listen, we're talking about uh, 60 years ago. Oh, I wasn't sure what time frame it was. I just, I'd heard about that before. Yeah, Dad is always, always ready to go. He had his boots and his <laughs> rain How long did it last? How long did that period where there was a fiery night last for? Well, until the uh, insurance companies uh, finally buckled down and said that we're not there. And they went all together and said they won't sell no people in Marshall. People are then having a hard time getting insurance. And then they, they got to stop, of course. I think the police and everybody, maybe, maybe didn't really have any proof or anything, but I think they really mm -hmm. had an idea who was doing it. I know when we do our tour, we say something about that. And um, one of the lines that someone says is that people used to invite um, friends from other towns over to watch yeah. a fire at yeah. night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, what do you remember about parades that they've had here? We didn't ever have too many parades, you know. Did they have a Fourth of July parade? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had. And they had. Fourth of July, and they had a parade, I think, for the start of the fair, didn't they? Mm -hmm. And we used to have, I guess you didn't hear nobody say it, I guess they used to have booster trips every year at the start of the fair. 
they grow all, all of these towns within a radius of probably 25 miles in every direction. Mm -hmm. And they would go and advertise this fair. And uh, they had a big truck. And uh, the band wouldn't go on the truck, wasn't it? You went with the band, didn't you? Yeah. And uh, they'd go all these little towns around and tell them all about the fair. You, there's a guy here, his name was Bill Jackson. He was the guy that had done all the talking over this. <laughs> so Ern Herbert, this guy, he uh, lived here. He, he was a big, big baseball pitcher. He pitched for St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, really? And the Cincinnati Reds. And my dad worked. What was his name? Ern Herbert. Huh. He, him and Claude Dale had that Ford agency right there in the Oddfellas building. Mm -hmm. But anyway, they'd go and there's one guy, Albert Zurcher, you've heard of Albert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Albert, he liked to get a potty when he can get away from the old lady. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ern had always <coughs> A little drink in my squad to get him wound up. <laughs> Albert didn't talk very plain. Albert said, Iron said, Albert, tell them about them big diamonds you got up in the jewelry store there at Marshall. <laughs> oh, Albert says, famous threat, his thing. <laughs> and the last one of them. I've heard a lot about him. Oh, uh, Horton. Oh, did you? Was he a nice guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's very nice. He's here. Yeah. He came from Switzerland? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. His daughter up there, France, Russia. Yeah, she was born here. Yeah, I mean, that's Abba's daughter. I didn't realize that was his daughter. Yeah. How long did he have his jewelry store? It was there on the corner of Main Street, right? Uh -huh. It yeah. was there right across from this temple. Uh huh. He came, I think, before the turn of the century, and probably around 1898 or somewhere around there. They had three jewelry stores there. Uh, Luke Potts had a jewelry store over there for uh, Jim Lessig's got his insurance, but that wasn't. That was before that new building was built. Uh -huh. And uh, old man Camel, uh, S.P. Camel had a jewelry store there. Or, uh, Just fellow surfers had. What's the name of the restaurant there? Moved out there next to Zurch or wasn't Oh, it'd be in there where, uh, along there where that guy comes. I doc or what's his name? Uh, Preston? Preston, yeah. Well, that's for the other jewelry store, Camel. Hmm. In fact, his son, that Camel's son, they got a, a high. He's an eye doc for Brookfield. Bill Camel, you know Bill? Uh-uh. There are a lot of businesses here. I never realized that. Did you know at one time they had over a dozen grocery stores on the main street? Really? Main Street. <laughs> I know. I then had them all out in the city. Yeah, all out in the Of course, Marseille was twice as big as it is now. Oh, really? See, I never knew how big it ever was. Marseille was over 6,000 at one time. Now it's what, about three? Yeah. It's 
But, uh... Now, Murray's store has always been here, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, it's, it's an old store. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Murray's, and... That's the only old store here. Um, what do you remember about the... The Allen Hotel? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've had, when we do those tours, I've had to tell yeah. about how Shirley Temple and Harry Truman stayed there. There's an old uh, one-armed guy on it. His name is Boyd Crowder. Hmm. And uh, they, uh, they sold that hotel and went up around Bethany, Missouri, bought another hotel. I, I don't know who ever had that after Crowder's. Uh, Oh, Miss Metzger had that, didn't she? Oh. Wasn't there another hotel? Yeah, yeah another Bond the Hotel. Right across the, the Bond Hotel. The Bond Hotel. B-O-N. I've, yeah, I've heard it was like on the north side of the street. Right. Is that right? On the north side of the street, right next to the railroad track almost. That building's still there. It's a house now, isn't uh, it? Yeah, yeah. I don't think, though, there was very many that stayed there, do you, that that hotel? Well, back in them days, yeah, you know, 60 years or 70 years ago. I didn't know anything about them, Sam. Heck, when I was a kid going to school, and you see a lot of activity around that bomb hotel. Now, you went to school here, right? Did you play any sports? Did I play any sports? Uh-huh. No, I had to work. What was, where'd you work? I worked for the Myers Clothing Company when I was a kid. Boy, that was during the Depression period. Really? There was eight, eight of us kids beside my dad and mother. Oh. So the big ones had to find, uh-huh. to find work. And I'm glad that after that it did happen that way because you could get hurt pretty bad in football. Yeah. yeah. But, um, what was school like? Where, where was the school at? Where the high school is now, where I started school, it's called the Central School. Uh-huh. You've seen a picture of it. Yeah. And then uh, I started in first grade there and went to seventh, and then they moved this other park school. Over. The IGA? Where They moved us over there for one year till they get this new one finished, the one that's there then. It was finished in about 1929 or It was after the pressure. Mm-hmm. 29 or 30. Because that guy that built that, he built that big cater house down there, the big brick house down there on Lake Street. Yeah. Big fence around. Uh huh. Smith's lab. The guy that built a high school building built that building. And Myers is. Clothing store where I worked was for the Marceline Home Savings and Loan Union. And they built that house right behind it, across the alley. Uh-huh. And a guy from Mother in the world come and built that house because I know I'd be, I worked in the store, but if we didn't have a lot to do, they'd run me down there, pull nails out of boards, <laughs> and make forms and pour concrete stuff, I said. You know, uh, you, when you're working in a store like that, well, you think you got on pretty good clothes, but whatever it was. <laughs> Let's see, now, 
I didn't tell you a lot about it and it slipped my mind. That's the price you gotta pay for getting older. <laughs> well, I seen a lot of things happen on that mansion. Quite frankly, the graves led on that mansion up there. <laughs> my dad had the garage right there. And right across from his garage was the, uh, was that the uh, Eagles? That, you know, that, I guess that big building, they tore it down and they bought that, put that rest hall in there. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I, yeah, yeah. Didn't it used to be a hospital? Yeah. Yeah. Mary Jane worked at that hospital. And that's where my mom was born. Now, what do you remember most about school? What do I know? What about you, school. What was your favorite part of school? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like any of them. Really? Is there any teachers you like to terrorize? I was yeah. pretty good at school. Well, I knew I had a ghost, so I just <laughs> Now, I went over here to... Uh, the school uh, that was over here. She was in the park all the time. I went well, she lived down school. that side of the side of the track. Oh, they split them up by what side? Yeah. Oh, all I, everybody lived on the west side of the track went to park, and on the east side of the track went to central. Then when you sixth and seventh grade, I believe, then you had to go Seven to the school. And then the next year you went to the other one. So oh. they moved you around. Oh, they built in these new schools. Uh-huh. See. Huh. But um, what did you do with, like in the summer for fun? Did you go swimming? Huh? Did you go swimming in the summer? No, I didn't because I didn't like the water. Really? <laughs> Oh, when I got uh, old enough, I went up store and helped Daddy and just, you know, I don't know, rode around. Now, another thing when we do that tour, um, they've, they told us that they used to let, there used to be um, swans, you know, the pond up in the park? Uh-huh. Yeah. They told us there used to be swans in that park and that you could, could you canoe across it? It used to be bigger. You mean the pond up there? The at Town Park, Brooklyn Park. Yeah, right. Did the pond used to be a lot bigger there? Yeah, I think so. I think they've uh, taken some of that. I'm not sure when they did it, but it uh, it seemed to me that when I was a kid, it was a big, big pond. Right. Lake. That's. what do they call it? A park up there? Ripley. Ripley Park, yeah. And then Ripley was one of the earlier presidents, Santa Fe Railroad. Um, now, what were you saying about Walt Disney and your son? Oh, well, when they dedicated that swimming pool down there, we went down and popped up wall, set. On the, on the bench and the table down there, and he gave Bill his autograph. He autographed his program, what he did. <laughs> that was a pretty good deal here, wasn't it? That's yeah, and uh, then after the stamp day, like I say, when it came in, Bill got him to 
put the stamp mail on this. Somebody was advertising in the uh, paper here, well, maybe a year ago. Anybody, you put it in the Mars Lane paper, remember? Not <laughs> every week for a long time, wanting any autographs of Walt Disney, you'd pay four or five, six hundred bucks. Did he collect them? I don't know. Hmm. Anything else you'd like to say? <laughs> well? You've always gone, have you always gone to our church? No. No? I went to bed, first bed before, before Mary did not get married. After we got married, well, you know, no I don't remember yeah, over 50 years in that church. I don't know how much it would be now. You know, I thought I, he uh, gave us the paper when we was in there. How was it when he went in? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, if he's in there 60 years, you'd have been 19 when you went in. You were in before you got out of school, didn't you? Oh, I don't think so. Before you got out of high school? I might have. I don't remember. Murdered your man and I were in about the same time. I think you've been in about 67 or 8 years. 67, 77. It was when Ed was there, don't you know, that he had that uh, well, one Sunday he gave us a promise that had been it 50 years. Yeah. Were you married in our church? Mm -hmm. Does did our church still look like it does now? Pretty much, yeah. Just about. Were there a lot? More, were there more people in in our church? More than there is. Oh yeah. Well, wow. see, after television and things like that came along, that crippled the church as well. Sunday afternoon football games. <laughs> No, I used to go to Sunday school every Sunday. Did you ever teach Sunday school? No. No. And then they used to have church at night there. Mm -hmm. Used to have to go back when Mother went. <laughs> oh, the church used to have more things going for young people. Yeah. On Sunday evening there was a, well, I forgot what they called it now, but you know, met for about an hour, you know, they'd have prayer meetings. Huh? Well, they had prayer meetings? Well, we didn't. The Baptist did. The Baptist all did. We never called it prayer meeting or something else. Hmm. Well, I think that's all the questions I have for you. Any other stories you want to say to tell? <laughs> no, I could tell a lot of them, but I can't think of them anymore. <laughs> no, there was always more to do then than there is right now. No, kids. when um, we were teenagers, did people cruise Maine like they do now oh, on Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where would they turn around? Where would they cruise from? Every Saturday night they go, and the end of the week too, they just drive. Maybe, most a lot of them go there. Church? Turn around, just <laughs> pin wiggle around, you know. <laughs>
I have friends that each one of those churches and them, they go with me to church. <laughs> one time uh, there was an old lady and she uh, was going by the Methodists when I come out that Sunday morning. She says, you better went to your own church. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mrs. Uh, oh, down there, our neighbor, her mother, Crystal, Miss Crystal. Oh. You mean Miss McNeil? Yeah, her mother. Oh, I, I didn't know her. Well, she was kind of nosy anyway. <laughs> She told me coming out. I don't, I don't even think she was living when I remember. She might not be sure. Now I remember um Bill Stonger went to our church. Oh, and yeah. didn't they used to run a barbershop we had? Did he oh, they had a restaurant or a drive in? Uh -huh. Yeah, not there. And they went right next door to us. Oh really? They had a uh, what do they call them? And and ice cream, uh, and soda, and kind of like Sonic is now. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Well, when they come to Marshley, they rented some apartments from, we had a house across the street from us. And then there was a house for sale next door to us, and they bought that. And they lived there for years as our neighbors. Dan owned the house, the apartments that I was, I lived in when I was born. Yeah. Right behind Kings right now. Oh. They own that. Yeah, Bell Ruby. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Ruby still lives there, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. She lives out there. In the house, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ruby's not very well. I wonder about that. No, we used to have the best time, Ruby and Mother and I. We'd go on, you know, so many places. And <laughs> Ruby was a lot of fun. Was there ever a drive in? Theater in Marceline? Yeah. yeah. Well, not in Marceline, but out. Was it out on Highway 5? Not on Highway 5 or Junction. That's what. Did a lot, a lot of people go there? I think so. Really? We went there, but not, not religiously. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they had a good movie. Mm -hmm. And then one time at the theater, you know where it is now, mm -hmm. some people lived upstairs over the thing, and one day some boards broke and this lady fell through. <laughs> her, was she okay? They were pretty bad. She was in the hospital for quite a while. She might remember now. She was, uh, her husband worked in the uh, post office. Her name is Earl Ryan. He, uh, Earl did, didn't he? Hmm? Earl Wright, didn't he, he did? Yes, he did. I don't know his wife, though. Yeah, she fell right through the city. Well, I've done the same thing one time over that old Central School. No! <laughs> yeah, me and another guy, did. we helped the old janitor sweep out every night. So, two nickels and dime. But uh, that old uh, attic up in that belly, the pigeons, you know, the, back in them days, there's pigeons all over there, right? <laughs> and there was a thing she got up in, in that attic somewhere, and then had her little young. 
some little stubs. Uh -huh. They call a young pigeon a stub. So this old doctor that had the hospital up there where, you know, where the hospital uh -huh. was up there yeah. behind that outer part thing, Doc Putnam, we used to, Sandy Vanway and I used to get up in there until we got uh, work done, take a lights and go up in there and catch them little pigeons. <laughs> Pinch your head off, you know, <laughs> so they wouldn't get away from you. Put them in a little sack. And we'd take them and sell them to Dr. Button for his patients. Oh. They, they always claimed that a uh, young pigeon or a squab was the uh, best food there is to give if somebody was sick. I never knew that. <laughs>
So that is not just one kid up there with his arms, so that's one which was burnt out of So I didn't send my son over there to be beat up by a couple of rapids. He said, if you can't do something about it, you want to find somebody that can. He said, you want to do it? I said, I'll take care of it. So Burnside, just about 10 minutes before school right out that afternoon, he slipped off down in there, finding well a tree and things. Here comes this, about where they cut up this kid everyone. Here comes this kid, and they both jumped him. Beating on him. Burnside jumped on him. He grabbed him right like that, banged her head together. One of them had to kill us. Cotton and I went to school. No, Burnside, them Haynes boys. Oh. And uh, the old man Haynes, he was a big guy. He was a lot bigger than Burnside. He was big. So he goes to, up after Burnside. And it's nice. Burnside figured, he figured he'd be up there. So. He comes storming in the office there, the office, I think, still in the same place. Mm -hmm. Has swinging gate like, well, you have a counter there and a swinging gate over here just going in his office. He comes storming in there and Burnside just raised up and had a baseball bat in his hand. <laughs> he put an extra hand, if you come through that door, he said, I'm going to disconnect your head and rest to your anatomy. Well, Haynes, he turned around. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> well, I think that's about all I have asked. <laughs> if we think of anything, we'll let you. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs>